Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Tried and Truth Podcast. It is sure great to be back. The last few weeks have been spent here, there, and a little bit of everywhere um, for me. This is probably one of the first seasons of my life where I can remember taking a full, true, honest time out of everything and just pressing pause. And I feel like most of my career, I have found hustle and productivity and everything to just be go and produce and don't stop and keep going. And I just felt like if you did anything that was the opposite of that, it was just a wasted day and wasted time. And this was such a reminder in life that we do need these chapters to just step back for a second and peek into our life and really do a good little recalibration and reset and spend time with the things and with the people that really matter most and just welcome some of that stillness into our lives so that we can jump back in more energized and more refreshed with a renewed sense of purpose and of energy. So, so good to be back and I'm excited to dive into today's episode where we are talking about five skills or tips or hacks or whatever terminology resonates with you that will help you today be a better leader in your home, in your workplace, in anything that you currently do. These are certain skills that I personally have witnessed or have taught in my career um, or have seen people just really do an incredible job with and leave a really big impact and influence through their work, through their relationships, and through their businesses. So let's dive in to today's episode. Skill number one, tip number one, whatever you want to call it, is to make it about other people, not about yourself. If you get up out of your bed every single day and think about how can I make life better for me, your day is not going to be fulfilling at the end of the day. So I want to challenge you to make it about other people and not about you, right? It's so easy in our life to make things about us, to simplify our lives and to take care of our well-being and all of those things are really great, but our, our success and our happiness and our, our growth, all the things that we're focusing on that have our, our, me, my at the beginning of it, um, you know, it, it kind of ends there. It ends and starts with us. But honestly, when we make our lives about others, you're going to get all of those things back and more in return. So I'm not talking about exhausting yourself, working for free. I'm talking about looking at your work as mission-centered, purpose-centered, others-centered work. And this doesn't matter if you own your business, you work for a small or a large company, maybe you have a remote team or you're just doing volunteer work. This principle is so key. So I want to unpack it a little further. Think about your end user, your customer, your patient, the person who buys your product, the people in your home. What is it that not only they need, but also that they want? And figure out if there's a way that you can package the two in a really beautiful way. So often we think we know what people need or we think we know what people want, but most importantly, we're looking at what we need and what we want. But if we can really look at what is it that the others on the other side need and want from our business or from our life or from this relationship and figuring out how we might be able to package those things in a really awesome little package. And part of that comes with like understanding, right? What makes those customers or your employees or, or those on the other side tick? Like what are their passions? What are the things that they need or they want? And how can you tailor what you do to really meet them 
where they're at, right? Speaking their language. I think so often, like we get in our own bubble or our own world, whether this is at home or at work, and we use our own language, we use our own lingo, we use our own terminology, and it's so hard to get our messages across, and we wonder why. It's because it's coming from us, for us, by us, rather than for others, about others. So while your way and our way might be a good way, it's not always the way. So understand other people, make your work about other people, and find that way to package the work that you do to meet people right where they're at. Skill and tip number two is to help others succeed. And I will be so honest, as a true confession, I wish I had learned this one sooner. I think in our careers, we get so focused on our own success rather than on helping others be more successful. So this one kind of piggybacks on that first one. But we get scared to let go of things. We get scared to delegate things. We get scared to invest in other success, right? We've got this hard focus on a rhythm that we've created or we can do it so much faster or or better. And so we want to hold on to those things. Or perhaps we are a little bit nervous or we buy into this fear that if we give this away, that they might just do it better or they might be better at it or they might move up faster than we might. But in reality, the role of a leader, a true leader's job is to help others be successful, to guide them and lead them, but let them be that best version of themselves. And the honest truth is that might not be in your own business. That might be not be in your own department. But if you're a true, honest leader and you're really paving the way for others to come alive in the work that they do, alive in their passions and alive in sharing their skills, you will be focused on how can you help others become successful because in the end, that will make you more successful as a leader. So remove barriers for people and Find out what lights them up or what they're working towards or what bugs them, what drives them. Because when they succeed in their role or in their work or their business succeeds in its work, when your department thrives because you've helped someone be the best them that you can be, you've succeeded as a leader. And one very important side note on this one, it is not necessarily about making people's jobs easier and always jumping in to rescue people or doing the work for them because in the end that doesn't help them become successful, but rather making it easier for people to do the work that they do, to share their craft, to do their job, to use their skills and share their talents, removing those barriers for them. Okay, skill number three is to really get to know people. Being a leader is rooted in relationships. It's rooted in caring about people, which sometimes requires getting outside of our comfort zones as we invest in people and getting to know them better, getting to know their work before and after the work comes to you, before and after things arrive where you are. So think about everything downstream and upstream of of your life and your work. So getting to know who people are as people, not by their title, not by the work that they do. Your job and my job and our job is to figure out how we can build bridges and not walls. And when you really think about it, building a bridge, you've kind of got to know what's on the other side so you can build the strongest bridge to keep that, uh, you know, to keep that bound together. So this really starts with simple things like not asking yes or no questions. How's it going? How's your day? Right? Or just things that are going to prompt a really short Uh, lacking in depth answer, 
but rather just think about the kinds of questions that you're asking and take it one level deeper. Like, how was your weekend? Tell me something that you guys did this weekend or what are you looking forward to this weekend? Do you have any favorite spots or books or movies that I should check out? You know, engage in conversations, ask people about their worlds, engage with people, engage in building relationships because at the end of the day, our life is about people and about relationships, which leads us into skill number four, engage and invite people into a greater story. Everyone, including you, wants to be part of something, something that you're passionate about, something bigger, something greater than themselves, especially in today's society, in today's generations, because that is where momentum and purpose live. That's where people come alive. That's where initiative lives. So create this vision and give people a seat at the table and then step into that. Step into that vision when you've got people at the table. Lead the way. When people are part of building something, when people feel valued or needed or supported or heard or listened to and purpose-filled, they are so limitless in what they're able to achieve because they are truly alive in their work. And when you have this multiplied, let's say you've got a business or you've got a team and you've got all these people who are coming alive in their work, the influence or impact or the business can truly become so limitless in what it's able to achieve and accomplish. So think about this story that you want to invite people to be part of. You want to invite people into that you want to lead or that you want to ignite. Part of inviting people isn't about command and making them show up, but it's about this respect and back to relationship, which was our former skill we talked about, vision and creating direction for them and knowing what lights them up. I mean, think about a true invitation to something, right? We want to create something where the RSVP is guaranteed, creating this place or this environment, creating this look and feel and this event, right, in life or this business that people are so excited to show up to that they can't say no and that we know when they leave that party, when they leave that um, you know, business or when they, they leave their day, they are going to feel so alive. And, and that is the feeling that we want to evoke. So as you think about the purpose of your work, the purpose of your business, the mission that you're trying to accomplish, think about how you might be able to bring people in and give people a seat at the table and engage them in the work, how might you be able to guarantee the RSVP so that this greater story that they're part of can be told in a profound way? Which leads us to our last skill. You've probably heard it said, you know, maybe beginning with the end in mind, but think of it this way. What would you know excellence look like? I love one of my former bosses used to sit us down every year and say, what would it look like to be best in class for our department? And even as our department or our a line of work change every year, we would always say, what would it look like to be best in class? So cast this vision for excellence. Like what would it be like to be the best in class or uh, produce or create or develop or any of that? Like what would excellence look like in the line of work that I'm in, in the role I'm in, whether you're a parent or you're a true formal title of a leader, or maybe you're an informal leader, but what would it look like to do what you do with true excellence? Cast that vision 
and step into it, right? Part of it is is having a vision, but also being flexible about learning in the process because a true leader is always growing, is always learning, is always improving. And those lessons come from failures. It comes from others. It comes from being open and willing to pivot. So it starts with standing your ground on the things that truly matter and being willing to make these changes, maybe where bridges need to be built rather than walls. But we have this vision of excellence or being best in class to pursue, and we can pursue that fully and yet hold it a little bit loosely as we evolve, as the world around us evolves, as people change, and as we grow and mature and step in to more of that role. So I want to wrap us up with this today. We are all called to lead in various ways and we will ebb and flow in what that might look like in our lives but whether leadership to you is a formal title whether you're an entrepreneur maybe you hold a role with a local organization or you simply are in your home right now which is a very important role embrace that journey and i want you to take that chance to impact others very seriously and know that sometimes and i totally resonate with this it's gonna feel like you're swimming upstream a little bit, but keep swimming because the more that you swim, the more your strength is built, the more resilience you build and the better uh, you are equipped for the bigger and greater opportunities and challenges that are ahead of you. You are made for good. And I want to remind you today that you're doing really good things. You're part of so much of the good that the world needs more of today. So as you step back into your role today, I want you to think about how you might be able to make your work more about others today, how you can help someone else succeed today, how you might try to get to know someone new or maybe deepen an existing relationship. Invest in people and engage and invite them into a greater story. Think about what that could look like in your life. And lastly, cast a vision for excellence in the work you do or the work that you are part of. Step into that vision, pursue it fully, hold it loosely, being willing to change when change might be knocking at your door. But keep your eyes on the prize and make sure that the prize that you're working towards is one that truly matters. So in case you missed any of today's nuggets or simply need some reminders, here are today's truths and takeaways. Number one, a leader is always growing, always learning, and always improving. Number two, you are made for good, you are doing good things, and you are part of the good that the world needs more of. Number three, simply find a way to meet people where they're at. Meet them at their needs, meet them at their wants. Number four, invite people into a greater story. And lastly, cast a vision for excellence and step right into it. So happy leading everyone. If today's episode has sparked a chord or inspired you, I would love for you to share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share your feedback, leave a review. I love hearing all of that and love that we can continue just to share these episodes with so many more people. We've got amazing conversations to come. I cannot wait to release those episodes. So until next time.